China Financing Podcast, Episode 24. I'm Christine Mills. Before we begin, please subscribe and rate the Veranda Financing Podcast. It would really help all their listeners discover the podcast. Today, I'm going to discuss embracing the mess. Embracing the mess of entrepreneurship. I used to be a teacher's assistant at a preschool for many years and noticed that children were at their best when they were able to create a mess. Before you're tempted to cringe, I find that the best mess is one that provides them with the tools to engage in open-ended activities. You provide stations where they can engage in free play with boxes of Legos and another station where they can paint with watercolor. It was at this time I found that their genius was most at work. Years later, as a parent, I discovered again that my own kids were at their best when they were provided with open-ended activities. I'll find that wooden blocks gave way to mansions and castles and gardens. A blanket, a folding chair, and stringed lights all of a sudden turned magically into forts from invaders, which they deftly defended with paper swords and paper airplanes. Somewhere after childhood and before adulthood, I really do believe we subconsciously learned that open-ended activities are a thing of the past. You know, you hear people say, do something constructive or the devil finds time for idle hands. Yet, I'm learning that it isn't a mess that sometimes we experience the most growth. The time we may have nothing to do but to wait for the next stage or the next instruction. We're stuck sitting on our hands and we at first become very uncomfortable. It kind of reminds me of that book, the Dr. Seuss book, Oh, the Places You Will Go. I love giving that as a, gra- as a graduation gift. Um, Because it's so true. There's a part where he talks about where you'll just wait. And if you really look over your life, there are times in my life that I feel like I'm just waiting and sitting around waiting. And But it's at that time that you have to really lean in and figure out what you're really supposed to do. And I find you might start to just play. And you might play with your imaginations, which in the past we sometimes allow to remain dormant in the crevices of our mind. But during this waiting time, we start to use our creativity to construct purposeful objects like those forts or swords. As entrepreneurs, there are a lot of gray areas and open-ended activities where we have to create something out of nothing. Before you find a rhythm, you discover what's most important and what can be left off for another day. You search for your rhythm and figure out which day to focus on the big picture items in which days you focus on the nuts and bolts like paying your bills. You slowly realize that batching works and to reserve the mornings for your creative activities. You start to gain confidence cold calling and cold emailing and have started to identify the types of individuals you need to grow your team. As time goes on, you are no longer pretending to be an entrepreneur. You have experienced enough triumphs and pain and disappointment and joy to know that you are an entrepreneur, for better or for worse. However, none of this would have been taken place if you never embraced the mess, the unscripted time. At some point, 
you realize that you had to get comfortable with improvising. You had to get un- get comfortable with the unknown, the discomfort, and the unpredictability of entrepreneurship. You shook off the desire to sit still and contemplate starting a business. You did it and you kept moving forward while knowing that it won't be perfect, but that perfection eventually comes by doing the work consistently. Today, I urge you to do the following. And I entitle this area of the podcast is Do Now. And it's a challenge for all you entrepreneurs and doers and creatives out there. One, lean into what part of the business needs you now. If you are starting your business and you're in the beginning stages, I will urge you to figure out how to become profitable. The sooner you become profitable, the more likely your business will be sustainable. So if you are a service-based business, engage in ways to increase your customer base. If you do retail, find ways to sell your product. Number two, find your identity as an entrepreneur and be truthful. Here at Veranda Financing, I realized that my company will never be the typical brokerage slash coaching company because I have more of a creative slant. So you may notice I write articles and relate them to movies, Disney World, Girl Scout cookies, and other unconventional metaphors for my industry because that's how I see business. When you're true to yourself, you will eventually attract the type of clients that really wants to work with you. Number three. Be comfortable with the mess. No one can predict what will happen tomorrow. But we can plan for the future. Whatever you are nervous about in your business, try to find ways to mitigate those risks. We can only manage the risk. We cannot eliminate them. Thanks for tuning into the Veranda Financing Podcast. If you like the episode, please subscribe to it and wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about Veranda Financing, please visit www.verandafinancing.com to learn about ways we can work together to grow your business to its maximum potential through appropriate financing, business planning, and coaching. Thanks, and God bless.